Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. There was a leak report, as reported on uh, in mid-September, that uh, China has the capacity to build combat ships at a 200 times the rate that the U.S. can per leaked naval intelligence. To someone that has come from this boating maritime industry, it's really been a it's been a shame to see how things have evolved over the last 20 years you know um the environmental requirements to even operate something like this on the water where it needs to occur has put a lot of places out of business and those people that have had funding resources um, to continue have really, um, it's been mostly pork. So, uh, a lot of handouts, um, you know, a lot of money specifically going through to Newport news, Virginia and that area. Um, but China is on track to have the world's largest Navy with, uh, four, 440 ships by 2030. This has always been kind of your barometer ever since, you know, the 16th century and before, um, the power has really been by your ships, like how you can travel on the seas. Cause that is, you know, if you invert, if you were to, uh, take the sea and turn it into land and turn the land into sea, you'd see that literally every country is connected. Um, you know, it's, it's the one great unifier on the military front. You could be as dominant as you want on the lands. Um, but, uh, if you don't have the seas then, or you don't have the ability to fight blockades and stuff like that, um, then you're kind of in trouble. And you've seen this through history, you know, uh, the civil war in the U S is a great example where uh, we were really fighting in the interior of our country, having a naval war, like up through the Mississippi river and the tributaries and that inland, uh, waterway system throughout the United States, the blockade really, um, the naval blockade was really a very important factor in the war and it always has been, um, you know, and this is really an interesting thing too, because you have, uh, in the current Ukraine war, you have, um, two major rivers that converge around Crimea on either sides. And both of those go very deep into Russian territory and also to Europe. So, um, the whole world is interconnected. And, you know, 
China's shipbuilding capacity is 232 times greater than the U.S. That is insane. Um, so uh, China's shipyards have a capacity over 23.2 million tons uh, compared to the capacity of less than 100,000 tons for the U.S., so that's combatant ships, submarines, mine warfare ships, major amphibious ships, and large combat support auxiliary ships. It's a it's a huge problem, and um, it's you know to come from this world, to come from the maritime industry, um, and really understanding how the Navy operates. Uh, you know, both through uh, lineage, like my my family that have been in the Navy, been naval designers, uh, my grandparents, great grandparents that built U.S. Navy ships out of our f former facility on Lake Union in Seattle, um, it became untenable to operate there. Uh, there's this philosophy in the U.S. and most states. Um, due to our, our regulation, also federal government, that we should not be doing any sort of industrial stuff along the water, which doesn't make sense. You know, um, there, there should have been over the last 30 years and, and even longer, more promotion on this aspect rather than what you've seen is a massive amount of money that has gone into, uh, development of uh, air and land vehicles, pretty much forgetting the whole sea aspect. Some of the stuff that we've talked about, not with China, but Russia, who's always been, has a great history of uh, a Navy nautical trade and alike has been some of their innovations with their um, ship that has a, basically a nuclear power plant on it. So they can drive it up wherever they need and operate a whole city pretty much off of a, a ship. Um, their encroachment onto the um, the poles and the Arctic uh, with their shipping fleet, both as a way to capture resources, but also capture an entire new shipping lane, which they can control. And we've really dropped the, the ball on this. So um, I, I think the reason people are leaking a lot of stuff from the military now is because, you know, that the U.S., um, funding mechanisms for military hasn't always worked well. And um, we've seen, let's look at this. Um, so
I don't remember what it was. I thought it was a Naval Destroyer program. But there were, there was a program recently in recent years to build a uh, bunch of bunch of ships that uh, that essentially weren't see where they so what they did is they finished building out the contract and then they scrapped all of them So it's, you know, this is really about logistics. Um, and even if we look at our shipping logistics fleet in terms of uh, global logistics for goods, very few of those actually fly a U.S. flag. It's it's less than 3%. You know, China is dominant in here. And it's... We've gone so far on the technology, but we're really forgetting about some of these fundamental aspects of we need to get stuff there, wherever that is, in an efficient manner. Um, because you can't just... Yeah, so... Like here you have um, <laughs> to maintain U.S.'s ma maritime security. Uh, go to a European parent company to buy a ship from a Chinese shipyard. So it's a it's a huge it's a huge concern. And. Yeah, it's a huge concern. So, um, and it's 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 really hard because we're kind of putting more money into these things, just keep them going, because you can't just dismantle them. Like here, you know, talking about dismantling the USS Enterprise, it could cost $1.5 billion to dismantle the first nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. That's that's big money, you know, um, just to scrap something. So um, we're in a tough spot, and... You know, I think going forward, like the PLA has built out their Navy and are, are really 
you know, between them and Iran are, are looking to displace a lot of our uh, role as being the captain and the protector of the seas. But I don't really have a good answer for this because you need these ships to protect shipping lanes. But it's, uh, it's difficult. So um, we're getting older. There's not a lot of great options here. And um, yeah, it's it, China's eating our lunch when it com comes to ships. So, and uh, strategically, they've gone after this for a long time and they're in the place that they intended to be. If you would like to learn more about the New Next Podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com, where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 